I didn't know what was going on. I was calling out to God to forgive me for my sins mm. because I was 100% certain was I was going to hit the floor and die. Mm. The only thing I could think about was me kids having no father growing up. And that was it. Nothing else really mattered. Alcohol is an extraordinarily pernicious drug. And yeah. if you're inclined towards it, you can be inclined towards it because you're sensitive to its anxiety-reducing properties. Or you can be sensitive to it because it enhances social communication. Or because it produces a psychomotor high like cocaine. Or all of those at yeah. once. And if you're particularly predisposed to alcoholism, you can experience all three at once. Having a lot of time at home, I think a lot of people had this same sort of thing. Alcohol. Hmm. It was just really, it was getting earlier and earlier. Yes. Easier and easier to go to. It was a situation in which no matter what I did, it, you didn't quite get the validation that you were seeking. So you're always chasing it a little bit more, a little bit more. Um, to the point where, unbeknownst to me or on an unconscious level, like I needed to escape that paradigm. And my first escape was, was through drugs and alcohol. Every time I had done something or said something that I regretted, it was when I was drinking. And I thought at one point, maybe I don't want to live a life where I'm continually wishing that I hadn't said or done something. And I just spiraled out of control. I didn't care. I didn't want to live. I'd lost the passion to live. So nothing meant anything. A boxing career, well, that was the last thing on my mind. But when you wake up the next day, you're even more depressed than you started because whatever is in the alcohol puts you in a bad state afterwards. I didn't care. It was like, oh, you've worked all your life for this. You're not bothered, my wife, I'd say. I'd say, no, I don't care if I had nothing. I don't care if I was dead. In the world of alcohol, you're either a victim or a perpetrator, and both roles lead to destruction. Alcohol-fueled environments breed chaos, leading to tragedy and suffering for those involved. Alcohol is the one in control. And for those who abuse it, you're but a mere host. It has a cruel way of altering behavior, turning yourself into someone unrecognizable, and turning loved ones into strangers. Alcohol, because it enhances sociability and also suppresses anxiety, is a good social anxiety medication. But the problem is, is you don't learn how to conduct yourself as a sober individual in social circumstances. Yes. And you learn very rapidly to rely on the alcohol not only as a social lubricant, but as the basis of your social behavior. And I would say, you know, to young people who are watching, listening, that's a stupid plan. You should learn how to be in a social group with others when you're sober so that you bloody well know how to do it. I had a friend in Montreal. They had this monkey ranch on St. Kitts and they used to go down there and study the effects of alcohol on green monkeys, which 5% of whom would drink to coma on first exposure. And they had videotapes of these damn monkeys drinking. And it looked like a frat party, mm. you know, and but 5% of them on first exposure would drink to coma. And those were the monkeys that had a biological predisposition to alcohol, to alcoholism. And alcohol is a really bad drug, you know. 50% of murders take place in an alcohol-fueled environment. Either the victim or the perpetrator or both is drunk. It's, it's almost the sole cause of domestic abuse. It's almost yeah. the sole cause of so-called date rape. If you dig into criminal behavior, deeply enough, well, hell, you don't have to dig much at all before you find alcohol. It's also the only drug we know that actually makes people more aggressive. Think about that for a moment. Such a staggering statistic should be alarming. It should frighten us and surprise us to say the least. But we all know it. We hear 50% of domestic abuse and fatal crimes are due to alcohol. And likely, we are surprised to learn that the statistic isn't higher. 70% makes more sense. 
80%. If it's such a commonplace piece of knowledge, why do we keep returning to the bottle? We know it causes harm. We've all seen it one way or another. This should serve as a harsh reminder because there is an undeniable connection between alcohol and violence. There is a connection between intoxication and destruction. But we still return to the bottle. My business partner, he, um, when we started the business, became an alcoholic about three, four years in because it was just too tough. Mm. And then he had like severe suicidal ideation. He actually didn't tell me at the time. And this is why when I was reading about your story, I could relate to so much of it because he, I didn't say what I was going through to him. He didn't say it to me. And then it was like after we'd sold the business that he was like, I used to stand on the train platforms and think about jumping in front of the train. You don't, I didn't know what alcoholism or really mental health was at the mm. time. But I'd go downstairs 3am in the morning and I'd open up the laundry room and he's in there with a bottle of wine at 3am. The lights are off and he's just drinking it, sat on the clothes. And I, I read similar things, similar sort of story or narratives in your story where you know you were having moments of that that kind of like ideation you were having moments of ideation and yeah i mean there's there's some stuff that i've definitely like never never spoken about to do with it that was really 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 severe and it was a problem and 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 it was only until i saw myself after that i was like right i need to fix myself mm. it was like a few pictures of me on a boat and i'm all like bloated out and i call it pills and booze face and i was like this like my face was just like 10 times more than it is now and uh, i just didn't like myself very much then i made a change and the problem we had in the band and i don't blame anybody for this i don't want to seem like i'm whining or moaning mm. oh my god look at my life whatever but it feels to me like when we were in the band the best way to secure us because of how big it got was just lock us in our rooms and of course, what's in the room? Mini bar. Mm. So at a certain point, I thought, well, I'm going to have a party for one. And that just seemed to carry on throughout many years of my life. And then you look back, how long you've been drinking and stuff, you're like, Jesus Christ, that's a long time. Even for someone who's, you know, as young as I was. It doesn't matter how you got to this point of the road. It only matters how you get back home. Alcohol. It may have seemed like a temporary escape. But in reality, you know that it's a long-term trap. Whatever it takes to break free, that is your task. It's your responsibility. I knew I was just spiraling out of control. And the only thing I could think of to make it better go away for a bit was getting drunk. Wow. And that just led to problems after problems after problems. So the answer to that question is nothing can make it go away except medical advice. I live in the moment because that's the only thing we have in our lives are moments, moments in time. And as soon as I've gone out that door, we can never reverse back and, and play it again because it's real life, it's not a dress rehearsal. So I don't really care what happens five minutes ago. I'm just gonna keep going today and living today and enjoying myself because I know what God gives, God can take away in the flash of a second. Mm -hmm. It can all be turned upside down and I've experienced it. But I believe it was a massive test because sometimes in life when everything's going great for you and you don't know good from bad, mm. you need to experience a little rain sometimes so you can enjoy the sunshine again. Overcoming the struggles of addiction makes you stronger than when you started. Don't make alcoholism who you are. Make it who you were. Make it the story you tell when you refuse your next drink. Your decision to quit alcohol is not just about removing something from your life. It's about creating space for something new. And you can do it too, if you let yourself. It actually makes people more aggressive, not merely because they don't know what they're doing. We did experiments at, at McGill showing that if you took drunk people and put them in a competitive environment where they could be aggressive and had them keep track of their aggression so they were actually conscious of it, they became more aggressive even rather than less. 
So yeah, alcohol's bad news and it can turn perfectly good people into, into quite, the, quite the impulsive and dim-witted monsters. <laughs> <laughs>